Welcome to Freedom to Choose from Just As I Am Ministries, a nonprofit providing hope to those caught in the devastation of addiction or who are searching for a better way to live. In this series, The Life, you'll study the life of Jesus. Who is he? What is he really like? Does he care about me? Rich and Susan Collenberg are a husband and wife team who found freedom over two decades ago from their lives of drug addiction and alcoholism. They found biblical answers and now share their experience of freedom on Freedom to Choose. Hello, everyone. My name is Rich Collenberg. And my name is Susan Collenberg. And we would like to welcome you once again to Freedom to Choose and our series, The Life. And this is program number 41, if you're keeping score at home. And uh, what we are talking about today, once again, is Jesus being the light of the world. Um, Before we get going, Susan, would you open with a word of prayer, please? Yes. Our loving Father in heaven, we are grateful and thankful that uh, we have the opportunity to come together and to discuss your character of light and um, how you desire to bring light into the darkness of this world and into the darkness of our minds to help us to be um, illuminated, but also for a healing purpose. And so... um, we thank you for that, and we ask that your Holy Spirit be with us in Jesus' name. Amen. So it's interesting. I said the healing light, it kind of like sounded like almost like I was talking like spiritualistic or, um, you know, weird stuff. Well, light is healing. True, you, but, you, um, I, but you I know, know what I me, mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it, but, but if you think about it, light is healing. I mean, you talk, talk about people in depression. And True. a shut-in, right? Yeah. And the reason they, a lot of times depression gets progressive is because in your brain, and we're not scientists, but we do know that in your brain, melatonin is t- converted into serotonin, and serotonin is converted back into melatonin to help you sleep. The sunlight with the melatonin plus, I don't know, tryptophan or omega-3s, I'm not sure what, or vitamin B12 or 6 or something, there's a combination there that turns that melatonin into serotonin, and that's that feel-good sensation. Right. And a human being needs that. You know, you've heard of SAD, seasonal affective disorder, mm-hmm. where the people where there's clouds all the time or there's not much sunlight, they get depressed because the light doesn't, there's not enough light for the chemical reaction in the brain. Right, because our, um, and back to what you were talking about, it's like the circadian rhythm, it's right? A, yeah. So it's a cycle that our brains are and our bodies are meant to go through yeah. in a 24-hour period in order to have good health. Yeah, and of course, vitamin D in healing purposes. From the you sunlight. Know, from the sunlight. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you think of the cycles. In fact, when I was sitting in the, the car before the program, I jotted down a, a, a few things, mm-hmm. uh, and I was going to share them here. Uh and I just, and then when I was just sitting here while the music was playing, I circled two of them. And in, in, in other words, in regards to light, the first thing I wrote down was hope. Mm-hmm. Why would I write down hope next to light? You know, I mean, have you ever heard the expression, I just need a ray of hope? Mm-hmm. Or a, a boat out in the ocean. Where, what are they looking for? What do they want if, mm-hmm. they're, if they're lost? They would like to find a lighthouse. Okay. To bring them hope. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. And you think about 
a ray of light to bring you hope. Light shines and illuminates, and the next thing you know, you see clearer and you get more hope. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and the and to me, the more I get to know Jesus, the more hope I have. The less I live in psychological darkness. Right. Because without hope, we're doomed. Right. Without hope, the devil can crush us. He can just literally crush us mm-hmm. when we lose hope. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus, being the light of the world, he illuminates everything in a fashion that makes God look so good that we have hope. Well, and I think he illuminates everything so that we can see that Mm -hmm. God is hope, right? So it it shines a light so that we can, um, because we live in a world of darkness, Mm -hmm. so a lot of times we have incorrect or a... um, a, uh, a blocked, a distorted or a, view, a distorted view of who God is, and that was the whole purpose of Jesus coming. Was He says, "I'm the light of the world," so I'm here basically to demonstrate what God is and how God acts yeah. and what God thinks of you and and yeah. how God acts on your behalf. Yeah, what His character is and all right. those kinds of things. And so, boy, you can look at His life and you can say, you know, I don't know about you growing up, but I know for me that God was this mystical being that didn't take really good care of me. Right, and so bad things happened, dark things happened. Right, happened to me as a child, and it's like, well, but God, if you're so good, then why did you allow all this badness to happen to me and this damage to happen to me? And I think it it twisted my thoughts of who God is, and it takes a lot of... of, um, sorting things out and to be able to see God in his true light. To see him in his true light and and to read the book of Job and to see that the destruction and the disease is brought by the enemy. Right. And God is there in mercy to help us through that. But when we, from the beginning in Eden, when we chose the wrong leader, all the way through God is saying, okay, now there's going to be thorns and thistles. You know why? Because this planet's going to be in darkness. But then we look to God and we say, well, you're causing the thorn and the thistles. He, and he's like, no, I'm not causing it. It's the it, consequences, consequences of, of you choosing a different leader other than me. Yep. So was my addiction. Right. God didn't cause my addiction. My di- addiction was a consequence of me running from God and trying to grasp for anything else in life that would numb me. Right. And in doing so... And in doing and in, in, in allowing me to have the freedom to choose, even in my addiction, I harmed a lot of people. Right. And God is still not going to stop my freedom to choose. And, and so this is what happens. We all harm one another. And right. Jesus comes and, as the light of the world and says, stop harming one another. Mm-hmm. This is how you treat people. Right. Right here. This is that woman at the well. She is not a dog. She's a Samaritan woman. She's a human being just like you. Right. You know, uh, the woman, the, 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 the prostitute, the one who was thrown down in adultery, she's a woman just like you. Mm-hmm. you we, don't dis, we don't discriminate. We don't condemn. I'm not and, here to condemn. Then, I came then, to save. And then he doesn't condemn them. He says, join me in understanding where, you're, where you've got issues and you need to be restored. Just exactly. like I want to restore this woman, I want to restore you as well. And, I, and I'm not going to take your face and rub it in the dirt. I I want you to come to me so that you can be restored. So you can be out of bondage. And remember, they said we're not in bondage to anyone, but they were in bondage to their own angry, revengeful spirits to where God in human flesh came and they wanted to kill him. In fact, they in fact did kill him because they did not like 
the light. Well, and and so you brought up a, a point, and I know that we had discussed this before the show. You talk about revenge, mm-hmm. anger, and revenge, and anger and revenge, and um, resentment. Yeah, that is not pain relief. Right. What that does is cause ba- brain damage, and we end up being in more and more pain, and not even realize it. We can put ourselves. If you're thinking angry thoughts, you're teaching your brain to become an angry brain, and there's no peace in that. Right. There is no peace in being constantly angry. Angry can be a journey. Anger can be a journey, but it cannot be your residence. Right. Can't be your address. Right. We go through, so don't get us wrong. There are things that make us angry. Mm-hmm. Right? That's part of growing through something. Mm-hmm. You can be angry. Jesus said in James, be angry, but sin not. In right. other words, it can be part of your journey, but do not make it your address. Right. Do not so reside you, there. Yeah, exactly. So don't reside there. Don't don't, don't let it be your your day to day life. Right, and 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 we can see it. We can see people that thrive on the anger and the resentment, and and you can watch it literally destroy them as to where the light becomes repulsive to them. Right. You know, and we all have this disease. We're not Susan and I are not exempt from no. the. We we all have it. We're all brothers and sisters, and we all have it. Uh, one of the other the other well, I wrote down a whole bunch of things that came to my mind with light, and the other thing I circled was sustaining force. Mm-hmm. You know, the sun is a sustaining force. Right. The light of the sun causes the you know when there's not enough light. In other words, in the winter time, there's not enough daylight, so the trees lose their leaves because it takes more energy to do photosynthesis than it does for them just to shut it down over the winter because they can't really, there's not enough light for them to do photosynthesis. So they lose their leaves and they go dormant Mm -hmm. until there's enough light. And and then once again, the call of the life giver in the springtime and there's enough light and 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 the trees grow back their leaves and the photosynthesis happens and the trees grow healthy. And when, with the proper light and the proper water and the proper nutrition, just like a human being, a plant can flourish. And it can bear fruit. And so light can be, yes. And so light is a sustaining force. Force. I, um, I also wrote down that light chases away darkness. In other words, light overcomes darkness. Mm. If mm-hmm. we are humble enough and teachable enough to embrace the light that Jesus is teaching and be teachable, we can overcome the darkness just like just like he overcame Satan in the in the wilderness, there's a Bible text that says in uh, John one verses four and five, where it says, "In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness apprehended it not." There's some versions to say comprehended it not, apprehended it. Not. I had a, I had a, one of those connecting dot moments. When I read this text the other day, mm-hmm. do you remember when the Pharisees wanted to get Jesus? They wanted to kill him. Right. But it says he just simply passed by mm-hmm. and went through them and they didn't, they weren't able to apprehend him. Right. Um, I just thought about that. When, when God is working in our lives and the devil is not, the devil can throw stuff at us, but he really has no way to apprehend us. Mm-hmm. In other words... If we're, I don't know, when in my addiction, I spent all my time doing bad things and putting them in this bag and carrying that bag around, and that bag got heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier, and I kept dragging that bag of guilt and shame and more bad things that I did, right? Right. 
And all the devil had to do, if he wanted to mess with me, was simply pull out something in the bag and show it to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you get clean and sober, or or when you come to God, you, you, what happens is you start cleaning up these messes. And so the devil doesn't have any power over you because that's the old Rich. That's the old Susan. Right. Okay, yeah, I did those things. They're history. I can't change them. Right. But, but I that's no the old, but do I don't anymore. do them anymore. Right. Not only that, but I cleared it up with that person. Mm-hmm. So the devil cannot apprehend those that are walking in the light. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. He has nothing. Remember, Jesus says the devil comes and he's got nothing in me. Right. Right? Right. And that's the key. That's the key to living in peace and freedom. And then he told the, 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 the Pharisees of the day, you know, you're in bondage. And they didn't know it. Mm-hmm. And they ran around, around angry and in didn't even realize it. Right. And I wrote down some other words. Uh character. Why would I why would I make light synonymous with character? Have you ever heard of somebody somebody just beaming? Like you are across from me oh, right now. Oh, that's so sweet. She's just beaming, right? And people with with that established character that are uplifting, mm-hmm. smiling complimentary, not critical, you know, the people, you know, the people that light a room up when they come in. Right. So light can be synonymous with a character. Mm, mm-hmm. It can be synonymous with knowledge or wisdom. Is knowledge the same as wisdom? Not necessarily. No. Knowledge knowledge is that tomatoes a fruit, right? Right. Wisdom is that it doesn't go on a fruit salad. Right. Right? Right. So knowledge and wisdom are not the same thing, even though they're closely related. Right. Um, And I I also wrote down that it was uh, that light was synonymous with strength. Mm -hmm. You know, vitamin D, you get stronger if you spend time out in the sunlight exercising. The trees get more, you know, just there's so many things that light is synonymous with. The other day I got a a sliver in my my finger. It wasn't wasn't a little sliver. It was a big one. It was a big one. And From a piece of it, a firewood for yeah, yeah. and it's just the, the it still hurts, but uh, anyway, I Does it? I yeah, it still see see it. Want to oh, kiss yeah. my uh, owie? No, no. Okay. Anyway, uh, so I had to go. I I had to dig it out with a razor blade because it was in deep and I couldn't get the tweezers on it. So what I did to do it was I went out in the sunlight. And put on some, like, bifocal glasses so I could see really, really good. And it reminded me of when I, when I had my hip surgery, when I went into that operating room. It was so light in there, so bright. And, and so the, when we want to do something, really, the more light, the better. If we really need to see something, we want to have a lot of a light A lot of on. light, right. right? And so, yeah, I was able to dig the sliver out. And, and when, like I say, when I went into that operating room and I, there was, everything was so light, I go, well, they're not going to miss anything. They can see everything in right. here. You know, and that's and so so that I think is like um, an explanation as to what God desires for, you know, when he looks into our heart. He wants us to let go of all those things that keep us in bondage, all that jealousy, that resentment, anger, um, whatever it may be. He wants our, our hearts to be filled with that light, to, yeah. be, to be bright and to be empty of all the things that are damaging to our brain and to other people. 
and to be able to to walk free. And that light will overcome those dark things. Right. Those resentful things, those those things that foster anger right. and Right. Because and... because the 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 reality is is that we all live in a world of darkness and and there are forces and there are forces that work through people to yeah. try to draw us into the darkness with them. And mm-hmm. so it it's a duty as we're, if we're Christians or if we're people that care about other people, it's a duty to help people to see that there's a way out and that there is light and love at the end of this this journey that we're all mm-hmm. on. And then, and then once again, there's the, the, the ray of hope, if right. you will. Um, I know if I venture away from the Bible and the Bible teachings f- for a few days, I start to I start it's just it, it, by default I begin to lose hope because I mean with we're being bombarded with ugly bad news right and so it's easy to lose hope but that what we what we see versus what we don't see what we don't see is reality in Correct. other words the world to come Correct. the spiritual warfare that we do not see that's what reality is and we lose a sense of that reality if we don't walk in the light. Well, we lose a sense of that reality as as we walk in this world, in, right? Because and it's not, dark here. Absolutely, and not understanding God's principles and and um, that this this world is controlled by the prince of darkness. Mm-hmm. And the more the more we pay attention to those things here that aren't constructive, or I, the or the more we put value in them that they're going to fix us. You know, like things. Or... Well, it's in, in, like you were saying, it's by beholding we become change. You know, that's a that's a principle. It's mm-hmm. just like, you know, um, physics or velocity or whatever. Um, a car hits a it's hits a thing. It's a wall. It's going to slam. It's the same thing with what we focus on. We become like that. Mm-hmm. And so it's really difficult right now to remain focused on the light and on the positive things Um because there is so much in this world that's going on. And so I think that's when we wake up in the morning, I think God desires us to fill our minds with that, with his light and his love. So that as we go and we're bombarded throughout the day, we can stay center in, in who he is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and we're firmly planted. in um, the truth. Yeah. I think we have a, a scripture somewhere that we were going to go. I don't know if it was this program or the next program about what it means about, if you know the truth, the truth, the truth will you, set you free. Right. Mm-hmm. How would that do that? What do you mean? How how will the truth set you free? Well, for me personally, it started as a very basic understanding of of the truth about who I was in the eyes of Jesus. That okay. very very basic, you know, that that what I had told myself about who I was was lies. Was lies. Right. And so I didn't I didn't even know that there was a truth out there. I was just so convinced about the lies and lived my life in the lies that um I did not even know that there was another way of looking at myself the way that okay. God looks at so, me. So so and you know what and as we we learned that truth then we look at a Bible that shows that Moses murders someone, gets put in time out for 40 years, and then he brings the children of Israel out of Egypt. Right. And then we look at Solomon, who put his babies through the fire and had 700 wives or whatever. Right? Mm-hmm. 
And, and then David. We, and then David, who committed adultery and, and murdered his top general. And you can look at Paul. At Paul. And then so then we look and we see what kind of a God would take David and take him back and say, that's all right. I know. You've done a lot of bad things. But let me, let me ask you to do something for me. Would you write it down so that I can put it in Holy Scripture? What kind of a God? See, and what kind of a God is going to, going to tell the woman thrown down in adultery, neither do I condemn you, just go be a better girl? And what kind of a God is going to take a guy like me and clean me up? Mm-hmm. See, because it's not about me, it's not about you, it's not about the woman, it's not about David, it's not about Solomon. It's about a God that can take a human being that is that broken, And when we learn about him and what he really thinks about us and what he's willing to forego and say, that's okay, that's in the past, that's history. I know we can't change it, but we can change from here on out. We can change. You just trust me. Right. What kind of a God? I mean, that's mind-boggling. So then then it's not just about the truth about myself. It's a truth about who God is and what he can do with me and you who are broken people and the people out there listening, right? We're all broken— what what is God willing to do? The lengths that He's willing to go through to to bring us along and to help us to recognize that He is a God of reconciliation. Yeah. He's a God of restoration. He's a God that's looking to heal the world, not to condemn it and to burn it, but to bring it back into into where it was meant to be in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he will do anything, even let you nail him on a cross, and he won't retaliate. And he lets and us forgive you when you do it, and allows us to make decisions if we want to walk away. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, give he, us the freedom to walk away. He'll he'll give us the freedom to 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 say we don't want to hear him. Right. And what kind of a God would give somebody that kind of freedom? Love them unconditionally. Do everything within His power, including dying for them, just to show them how much He loved them. And so we still reject him. We still choose. And, and I remember Jesus uh, in the Bible says, you know, I don't know why you choose darkness. Why do you choose death? Right. It's mind boggling. But we do. It's our natures that pull us that way. But if we want freedom, we just need to be teachable, to embrace that light, to, to say, yeah, let the doctor do his work. But I mean, th- this is a big deal. I mean, it, take, it requires humility it requires saying, okay, I do not want to be that angry person. Right. I want to let God work in my heart. And then I think, too, and I know there's other things it takes, but it also takes a willingness to reach out to the next person that you come across, right? A willingness to share about the truth about God and all he's willing to do in your life. That's where that, you know, it's it's about learning, but it's also about action as well. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be some theologian. You don't have to um, be some expert in the Bible. You can, we can talk about the very simple, basic things that Jesus yeah. taught. Yeah, love awakens love. Absolutely. Very simple principle. Absolutely. Love awakens love. You'd be surprised what a smile will do. Yes. You'll be surprised what a kind word will do and how that has a ripple effect. Uh, are uh, Just the question, are you having a good day? And mean it. Right. And be willing to, to spend time with anybody walking down the street. Are you having a good day? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and and that's that's all it that's all it takes. And if 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 we're willing to do that, it because changing the world doesn't 
it, it doesn't happen by by forcing someone to do something. It happens by allowing Jesus into your heart. A change from the inside change out. Change from the inside out. Yep. And the only way we can change it. I, the only thing. I, the great news about my recovery is the only person that I have any chance in making a change in is myself. Mm, mm-hmm. That's the good news about it. Mm-hmm. I can't change you. I can't change anybody else. And no matter how hard I try, that gets real frustrating. But the good news is I don't have to. Right. I just got to let him into my heart. Absolutely. We are going to have to wrap it up. That was seemed like an awfully quick program. And uh, we're thankful that you are with us. Uh, www.justasiamministries.com. If you need resources or if you want to listen to one of our programs, you can go there. And remember, folks, there's only two ways to live your life. One is like nothing is the miracle. The other is like everything is a miracle. And you have the freedom to choose. Do I love my neighbor? for listening to Freedom to Choose. There is truly hope for people whose lives seem to be overrun with problems, unhealthy relationships, or even imprisoned by some form of addiction. Rich and Susan Kallenberg are living testimonials that biblical principles do work. They've authored resources available to move those you love toward freedom. If you'd like to order the Addiction Recovery Workbook, Seven Steps to Freedom, or the book, Could it be this simple, the way out of your prison? Please call Rich and Susan at 916-645-1297 or go to justasiamministries.com. As a nonprofit, they are supported by people like you. 916-645-1297 or justasiamministries.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you.